Welcome to another episode of Demystifying Gay Porn. I'm your host, IK Grande, and if you didn't know this, you know it now. In the past 12 years, if you've watched gay porn, I've definitely helped you get off. I have a very, very close and personal guest today. But before we get into that, I just want to tell you a really, really quick story about give me a year and I'll tell you what title came out that year and something interesting about it. 2007. Interesting story about 2007. That's when I actually started working for Dark Alley. And uh, what's interesting about it is I was reading... Uh, actually, I didn't even read it. I, I watched The Secret. I didn't even know they made a book about it. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. I know that. They definitely do. And it absolutely changed my life. I'm unemployed for three months. I sold the camera that I bought in 2004 to work and to do stuff because I couldn't pay for rent. And I watched The Secret. I fell in love with the entire message. And uh, I remember even, it was right around my birthday. And I remember going out and being like, I'm going to have a good time. I'm broke, but I'm going to have a good time. Went out. The next day, I remember throwing up in the bathroom with a smile on my face. I went for an interview at this uh, this place that was advertising on Craigslist. And, and you found your job on Craigslist? I did. Wow. I did. The rest is history. I hmm. was with Tark Alley and Ralph Hall Club for uh, 12 years. So yeah, so that's that's an interesting story. Well, not I don't know how interesting it is to everybody else, but I mean, I also edited Twenty Fist Weekend in two thousand seven. <laughs> so I guess I could bring some of that up too. But Twenty we'll, Fist Weekend, yeah, we'll leave that yeah. for another day. So my guest this week is uh, my my boyfriend yeah. of four years. That's me. Yeah, going on five years. Uh, this podcast this week is going to be only on Buzzsprout and Spotify. If you like this podcast and I, and I hope you do, please subscribe, hit the subscribe button on Buzzsprout on Spotify. You can also catch it on YouTube. My, my boyfriend is not a porn star. Uh, the the reason why I'm interviewing him is I, I thought it'd be interesting to also bring a perspective of, uh, non porn personalities, uh, but people who are consumers of porn. Without further ado, um, I'd like everybody to meet my boyfriend, Alex. Hello. Thank you so much for doing this today. No problem. It's, uh, it's really cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to like doing stuff like this. And I'm also looking forward to, I want to podcast live while, you know, there's a sex scene going on and do commentary and shit like that. Yeah, your mind. I want to so podcast. Do I do. I want to podcast with, um, I want to podcast with, just random strangers that I pluck out of like, that would be awesome. Wouldn't that yeah, just, just bring them in? But that's a, like, you have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. Like that's, it's, it's risky. That, it's, it's fine. Risky. I mean, okay. come on. Sex is risky, isn't it? That's so, true. Let's talk a little bit about you. I met you. I met you how long ago at this point? I don't know. 15 years, 18 <laughs> years. Who counts? It feels like it. Uh, Alex and I met. Uh, in a non hopeless place. Well, yeah, we met in a hopeless place, uh, mm. feathers in, uh, in New Jersey of oh. all places. Right. However, we, shout out to Pauly. <laughs> well, we met in, um, a non-conventional way nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Like the original way, but it's non-conventional now. Yeah. We met through a friend who happened to be there, uh, at the same time that I was going to, I was there. I was actually going to be in, um, in Israel, uh, promoting a film that we had done 
um, that was in for- film festivals uh, through Dark what Alley. What stopped you from going? What stopped me from going uh, was that uh, my boss, Owen Hawk, uh, we had we had talked about going. However, I, ne- I never got the okay to book everything. So what ended up stopping me was uh, I didn't have the okay. And then, you know, a week before, he's like, aren't you going to Israel? And I was like, no. And he's like, oh, well, why didn't you go? You could have gone. Go. Yeah, I thought you were going to go. Hmm. So, you know, at, at the end of the day, I'm I'm not. I, I can go to Israel any other time. Well, it worked out well. It worked out I very well. I that was a good decision. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very the good The overall decision. scheme of things. So um, we met in a non-conventional way. We met through mm. a friend. We didn't meet through an app. Um, not that there's anything wrong with th- meeting that way, but that's just not typical Not anymore. typical today anymore. Um, so uh, Alex runs his own company, which is, uh, you know, it's very sensitive to... What I do, a lot of times we have conversations and he's talking about what he does for work. I'm talking about what I do for work. And I'm Night like, and day different. yeah, and nobody can ever, like if, if somebody else walked into our conversation, they can never hear both of our conversations or what we do for work at the same time. Cause it just, it wouldn't, wouldn't jive well. So, yeah. so yeah, so I figured, you know, we'd have him on. He is a, uh, you are a uh, connoisseur of porn. I, yeah, I guess I am. Okay, what kind of porn would you say you love uh, watching? That's difficult. I watch many different types of porn. Okay. Um, I mean, I might, I might learn something new. Probably will because I don't really talk about this too yeah, often. Because I, I, porn I, is personal, you know. I feel like I learn something new every day. That's good. It is good. Yeah, it's got to keep thing. changing. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the I, I, would, I don't like the word consume. I don't consume it. I get the idea, but like. I view it. I enjoy it. I appreciate it. It's like an art, you know, like you, you appreciate what makes sense to you, what you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I am a man who has a, a foot fetish, a very strong foot fetish. So a lot of the interests I have derive from that. So that's like what I look for. Mm-hmm. So that could be straight porn, could be gay porn. It could be fantasy porn. As long as like, there's a, foot oriented thing that mm. pulls me in i can totally get into it and i could probably get off from it mm. which is why i don't know if anybody's been watching some of the stuff that i've been doing recently oh, yeah. i've been incorporating it's so nice of you <laughs> i've been incorporating so included foot fetish stuff because well you know i never really appreciated it but there were people always asking i always saw we had a photographer once on set and he would take pictures like you know uh glamour shots and all that stuff and then whenever we weren't looking, he would be taking uh, foot shots. Yeah. I don't know if he had a foot fetish thing himself, but he, he knew to take those pictures. We never used them. But it's a thing that like, I, it's weird. It's like an unspoken thing. Unfortunately, people are like, people who are into feet tend to like, not want to talk about it. It's Why like, do you think that is? Uh, it, I think the idea is a foot is like a dirty part of your body. It's mm-hmm. not like clean and like, and a lot of people don't want to see it. Well, neither is your ass. Right. I guess similar idea. It's just that most people are like, "Oh, like it's your foot. It probably smells bad. I don't want it near me." So to tell tell that same person that, "Oh, I actually like feet, and I want them near my face, or I want to touch them, or whatever," mm-hmm. it's like, "Oh, what's wrong with you?" And that I feel like that's like a stigma that goes through people's heads. You know? Okay. So then let me ask you, what or when was the first time that you kind of were like, "Wow, I really like, I really like oh, feet. I really that's like men's feet." Tough. Uh, Never liked women's feet. Not that I dislike them, but they just never intrigued me in the way that men's feet did. Um, obviously, I am a gay man. Um, but 
I, when I was really, really young, like we're talking seven, eight, I have a pretty good memory of that time. And I know like for gym class, if I was in gym class with like the gym teacher, we would all be sitting together, like crisscross legged or whatever. And I'd be near his feet. I'd be like, Oh, I would look at them. I would always compare the, his feet to mine, that they were bigger than mine. Or like, you know, I, I, I didn't know what it was. I just knew that I was interested in them. And like, I would focus on them whether I wanted to or not. It's just something I'd always gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. So interestingly enough, side note, I had no interest in like the main, the male genitalia, like penises. I had no interest in them. You can call them dicks. Dicks. Thank you. Dicks, cocks, all yeah. that shit. Whatever. They're no. all, everybody that's listening to this is used to Okay. So the cock, I, yeah. I had no real interest in it. It was like a thing. To the point where if I saw it in porn, I wouldn't even look at it. Mm. It wasn't like I would never be focused on it. It would always be the foot. So I maybe that makes me a more extreme foot fetishist or person in defeat. But like I, it just didn't it, – it's strange that I realized that, that I was so into the one thing that I didn't even notice the other thing that is the main draw mm -hmm. for being homosexual. Well, yeah. So when it comes to feet mm – -hmm. Especially in the summer, every day can be like. Oh my god, sure. that's that's very observant of you, and I appreciate that. But yeah, so how do you summer as hell? I don't. I'm very bad at it. Like, I feel like I I'm a person who self proclaimed does not have ADD. Like, I'm very good at focusing. When it comes to feet, that all goes out the window. I have no control over it. I I like. I go to the supermarket, I go to a store, I, I'm walking down the street, wherever I am, I like, it's like I have a sixth sense that mm -hmm. like, oh, there's a foot, I gotta look at it, I have to. But I also have like this weird uh, upbringing thing that's like, I can't be obvious about it. I have mm -hmm. to be as sly. Well, and you're as, Catholic. Yeah. I mean, that's how I was brought up. So Roman Catholic. So it's like guilt. You have to, you, you feel bad for doing something because you know it's bad, you know it's wrong. But you want to do it. Mm. So that you're, you're wanting to do it overrides your guilt for it. So you'll mm -hmm. still do it. But mm -hmm. you'll do it as sneakily as possible. So yeah, summer's hell because everyone wears flip-flops. Everyone's like feet are just out. There, and people get tan. It's just – it's horrible. It's amazing and it's horrible at the same time. You know you can get away with it. If you want, get away with what? Like, oh, hey, nice feet. Like guys, uh, are, I'm guys not that, are cool I'm not that ballsy when it comes down to yeah, it. But guys I'm are just cool not. with that. So being that you, um, you do like feet, yeah, right. And we're dating. Mm -hmm. How long, uh, how long until you noticed or you tried to like look at my feet? God, it was a long time, <laughs> and I'm probably unique in this, but like, it's like a terrifying thing for me because if I'm into somebody and they happen to have not so nice feet, it's like the worst deal breaker mm. that there is because you don't even know how to explain it that well. Cause it's kind of like, Oh, it's this little tiny thing about you, but it's monumental to me. And it, now we can't be together anymore. Like that's, that's how extreme it is for me. So geez, you waited for a, almost a year. I was over a year. Jesus. Yeah. I, I saw them like once or twice before that. And like, I didn't like look too carefully because mm. I didn't want to know any details yet. Mm. Well, luckily for me, I always thought, Oh, you have very nice feet. You have to treat your feet like gold. Oh please. yeah. Well, I think I think you would. I would hope you know that at this point. I do. Okay. All right. Yeah. I thought so. <laughs> so, um, what? Since we're going on the subject of of like foot fetish and stuff, um, yeah, everybody knows there's a lot of fetishes out there and stuff. Yeah. Um, how did were you able like growing up? How did you like releases? How what was your outlet when it came to um to foot fetish? Uh well. 
it first, like when I was really young, because like, you know, I'm in my thirties. So there was no, the internet was not as pervasive as it is now, especially for young children. So I didn't have access to content, to uh, in, information in general about something I'm interested in. So I had a kind of like tactile, like feel the real world and figure it out. So when I would hang out with my friends, I would somehow try and like see their feet when we were having a sleepover or hanging out or changing for gym class. Or uh, I would like take someone's sneaker when they weren't looking and take a quick sniff, like little things like that. Mm, it sounds shit. crazy, but you were like, that creep. I'm shut up. What a dick. <laughs> no, I, it's not that I was a creep. I just, I didn't know how to process it or yeah. how to um, satisfy it. So I would just like try whatever I could find. I mean, that's like you're exploring. Did you think people were going to think that was weirder than them thinking you were gay? Actually. Yeah. yeah. I thought they were, cause like the gay thing as, as difficult as it was, and it was very difficult for me to come out. Not difficult. I shouldn't say it. Like it was, it took me a while mm-hmm. to be comfortable to do it. Um, and you actually helped me with that. Oh, but, um, the foot fetish thing was definitely an additional layer that I completely kept, um, private from most people. Like I'd say 90, 90% of the people I know have, have no idea that I have it. Which is fine. I don't think everyone needs to know everything about you. And that's mm-hmm. not like a defining characteristic of me, but it is a deep interest personally of mm-hmm. mine. And I hold it like that. With that being said, you were able to find groups, right? You, you had mentioned. Yeah, there. later on. So um, in high school, I started getting a good feel for what was out there on the internet. Um, maybe a little bit earlier than that. But generally, high school is when I, I started seeing that there were other people um, via forums, via what did that feel Yahoo like? groups and stuff. I'm sorry. What did that feel like to know that there were other people? It was exciting. Yeah. I mean, it, it didn't like change my perspective. I don't think it just made me like more interested in it. I was like, okay, I want to, I want to dive deeper. Like, yeah, this but did, is, it, did it make you feel like, oh wow, like the, I'm not crazy. I'm not weird. There's so. I many wish I could people. say it did. Uh, I feel like for a lot of people, it does. I didn't. I didn't have. It's weird. I could like, it's like a duality to it. I could, I knew it was weird, but I knew it was okay simultaneously. I, I didn't have to explain it because I knew people would think it was weird, but I didn't like, I knew I wasn't hurting anybody. I knew there was nothing malicious about what I was into. So I could keep it private and feel okay about it. It wasn't like I've, it was, it's weird. It's weird that it worked that way. But I think that's what, uh, also finding things online helped that. It fueled that because I didn't have to really, worry as much so to say i don't know interesting do you find that when you are online you don't even have to look at porn you can just look at yeah i mean it's wonderfully efficient actually yeah, <laughs> yeah it really is like i could even see like a like a jc penny ad for sneakers and a guy happens to be wearing sneakers certain way. i'm like oh this is fantastic oh that well that's another thing too is it's not just feet that you like you like oh yeah like gear technically yeah, so uh, but yeah describe, sneakers and, yeah, like and elaborate a little bit about what what you like um well i mean the main focus is like the male foot like athletic clean nice feet are like a huge turn on for me um especially uh, like being able to like handle them like massage and touch and feel um but that comes with baggage so there's things additionally that i like so the sock that goes on the foot the sneaker, the, the flip-flop that goes on the foot, um, any aspect of that I can totally get into and it can be its own thing mm-hmm. independent of the foot. Like I could totally like a sneaker, not in the same way, but it can get me there. It, mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like a vehicle that like gets me to the finish line. Did you ever think maybe it's not just 
a foot fetish. Maybe it's, I don't know, jocks growing up. Yeah, um, absolutely. I totally, cause I had an older brother. I have an older brother and I like it, uh, that has to play into it because I would hang out with my brother's friends. They were always bigger and like stronger and everything, uh, compared to me. So there was definitely an interest that started from there mm-hmm. because I noticed everything I'm into is athletic and going to an all boys school that was very big into sports. I saw a lot of guys in a lot of athletic gear, like football gear, lacrosse gear, all that stuff mm-hmm. at a young age. So I was very used to it and I was intrigued by it. And I know now if I, if I see, I have to see in a porn where a guy has like some lacrosse stuff on it, like is a huge escalation for me. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's totally like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. It, it, it totally accentuates everything. Yeah. When you do see porn, that's like foot oriented. Mm-hmm. Is it, abundantly available is it something that you have to yes. like look for so uh, there's there is boutique foot porn there's boutique foot everything online um and, and that's been and more just, abundant just, yeah i want to clarify too it's you know foot fetish is also straight porn there's i've seen oh yeah i mean it goes yeah. both ways yeah. it, it's it's completely it's system-wide mm-hmm. the foot fetish thing is guys girls and everything in between mm-hmm. uh everybody and every everyone gets into this in one way or another if they're into it mm-hmm. um if it's done right too if it's done right yeah, yeah like if i i think I'm, I'm thinking about it and i haven't seen a lot of foot fetishy sites and oh they're there the, i know but the possibility of it not being done right makes me want to be like oh well, let me give that a crack just because you yeah. never know, you know? Well, there's a lot that hasn't been done because I feel like the foot fetish is like an umbrella. Mm. Below that umbrella is things you couldn't even fathom <laughs> because it, it goes all over the place. It, mm-hmm. it, it's it, Your mind can make anything uh, a fantasy. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you can have a fetish form of it, you know, a fantasy of it. Um, but back to your point about like what porn was out there, that's something that's more recent. So when I first started looking online for for porn and and foot related porn there wasn't a lot there was mm-hmm. definitely like groups and and small forums and stuff but now like it's like a preponderance there's so much and everything exactly what you want and people who all also want what you want it's it's interesting and like it's awesome because like you were saying before when you first start seeing that it's other people that are interested in the same thing you are it like makes you feel a little better mm-hmm. Now it's so hyper specific that you're like everything is possible. You could be into anything and it's okay, you mm-hmm. know, within reason. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are sparks or light bulbs going on in my head. Yeah, I'm so sure. many light bulbs. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, because I, after doing porn for twelve years, I, I've oh, gay porn especially. I I watch a lot of straight porn. I don't know if a lot of people don't know, but uh, a lot of my inspiration either comes from movies in the 90s, believe it or not. Uh, like the other day I was talking, there's this movie called Fucking Crazy. And uh, we put this one porn star, Dylan Anderson, who was doing a scene with uh, Sean Duran. We put uh, Dylan in a straitjacket, right? Because I wanted it to... When I had first gone down to the studio that Dark Alley got in Fort Lauderdale, it looked to me like there were rooms that could be in a, in a hospital. Hmm. So I said, okay, well, we're going to make a mental asylum thing. We'll call it asylum at first, <laughs> right? 
And then, and then fucking crazy, I think was just much better. That's one of the best parts about porn from my, from my perspective yeah. for you. Like being able to make the names, the yeah. names, the puns are just, they're, they're, they're so much fun. So much. Black uh, cock down. <laughs> Black cock down needs to happen. Yeah. And I'm going to tell Champ about that. <laughs> Back to fucking crazy. There is a scene in there. And I was just telling Max from Treasure Island, uh, cause he loves that scene. And I was like, thank you very much. That means a lot. Man, oh, he liked, liked your specific scene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently he's been a fan of our porn for a while. That's interesting. Yeah. He can't watch Treasure Island porn because it's too close to home. Meaning what? Well, he works on it. If you work on it, the last thing you want to do is watch it. That's crazy though. He, he's not in it. He's producing it. Yes, so wouldn't but it still work? He's still involved. Right. In but it. wouldn't you want to see the, the result? Well, of course you look at it from to a critique work. it to make sure it's like exactly, what you want, but not to jerk off to. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. 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 For, or yeah. I mean, I don't know if he jerks off. To so, just, so you I guys are like the guilty pleasure. Allegedly. Yeah. So yeah. Um, he said that and, one of his favorite scenes was this, this scene with Sean Duran and Dylan Anderson. He's like, wow, that was really, really well shot. And I'm like, well, thank you very much. The man, which a lot of people know, he'll be on the podcast soon. He, uh, he made one of the, the most influential gay porn movies in history, according to the Huffington Post. Hmm. Uh, it was called, uh, 20 load weekend <laughs> came out in 2004, <laughs> okay. which is where 25th weekend came from. I see the correlation. Direct knockoff. And Matthias von Fistenberg, you know it. But we did this scene. It's like in a, in a closet, basically, right? We put the huge light coming from down. We lit it. This guy's, uh, Dylan's in a straitjacket and Sean Duran is an orderly. And he like tries to feed him food and then eventually licks his face. The licking of the face and the whole thing. He's like dirty scenes. Well, it's from Terminator 2. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it for, uh, for doing this and coming on, uh, for all of you listening out there. Thank you so much for listening again. If you like the podcast, subscribe to it on Buzzsprout, subscribe to it on Spotify, subscribe to it on YouTube. Uh, always something new, always going to try, uh, to get in there and talk to a whole bunch of people. We have a lot of, lot of interesting people coming up. So yeah, subscribe. And, um, Again, this is I.K. Grande for Demystifying Gay Porn. And never forget that in the past 12 years, I've definitely helped you get off. Cheers. <laughs>